Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Each of us has several types of relationships. We have relationships with family, friends, neighbors, church family, work, school, etc. And even within these relationships, there are different types of relationships. Your relationship with a spouse is different than a relationship with your child. Jesus, like us, had various relationships, and there were varying degrees of intimacy within them. Today on Drawing Near, Luke gives us insight into some of these varying relationships. Now, these insights are always present in Scripture, but we don't often focus on them. So let's open our Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 9, and study Jesus the Messiah. And as we prepare for our study today, let's go to the Lord together in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we give thanks to you today for your word for this extension of yourself, this revelation of yourself, into your creation. Father, we can see you in your word. We can understand more about who you are, what your characteristics are, how you love, what you desire for us. And Father, help us to understand that as God, as King and Creator, you have ultimate authority in our lives. And we don't just study the Bible to learn about you, but rather to understand how we are to relate to you. Teach us about this most important relationship every day as we open your word. Guide us in our study today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. As we continue our study through the Gospel of Luke, we're going to begin reading today at Luke chapter 9, verse 18. Luke writes, And it happened that while he was praying alone, the disciples were with him. And he questioned them, saying, Who do people say that I am? They answered and said, John the Baptist. And others say Elijah. But others, that one of the prophets of old has risen again. And he said to them, But who do you say that I am? And Peter answered and said, The Christ of God. As we've already stated, Jesus had various relationships. He had relationships with his family, of course, and even within that relationship, he said, Who is my mother and brothers, but those who hear the word of God and do it? He had a relationship with his disciples, his twelve. But even among those disciples, he had a relationship with three of them, Peter, James, and John, that was very, very unique. He had relationships with the multitude. The believing multitude had one type of relationship with him. The unbelieving multitude had another. There were those within the multitude, Pharisees, Sadducees, scribes, who had an antagonistic, conflicting sort of relationship with him. Jesus had lots of different relationships. As we read in verse 18, it says, And it happened that while he was praying alone, the disciples were with him. Luke says something that seems to be a little confusing. Jesus was praying alone, and yet the disciples were with him. It almost brings to our mind the image in the Garden of Gethsemane, where Jesus and the disciples go to the garden, 
Jesus asked them to pray with him. He goes off alone and prays to the Father and comes back and finds them sleeping. In other words, they were with Jesus, but they couldn't stay awake and wait with Jesus. They were not praying while Jesus was praying a little further away. And so this is kind of the picture we have in verse 18. He was praying alone. He wasn't in a group prayer, but the disciples were in the vicinity. They were around. They probably could see him, maybe even hear him. It's important for us to understand that the greatest relationship any of us can have is a relationship with God. We can have a relationship with God. He is our creator. When we trust in Christ and are born again, he is our father. Jesus, the God-man, is our brother. We can have a relationship with the divine, with deity, with God. We can pray to him like Jesus did. We can pray to him alone while others are not very far away. We can pray to him actually while being engaged in conversation with others. Our mind, our spirit can be in communion with God, talking to him, thinking in that direction, so to speak, while we are in a conversation or partaking in an activity with other people. It's a unique relationship. It's a spiritual relationship. Now, all relationships are spiritual. All relationships have this element of the emotion and the mind. That is a spiritual relationship, a relationship with that part of us that is not physical or tangible. Our relationship with God is a relationship that is either positive or negative. If we have a negative relationship with God, He is our Creator and our God and our Judge, not our Father. And ultimately, we will be cast into outer darkness and we will be separated from God for all eternity. If we have a positive relationship with God, then he is our God, our judge, our king, our creator. He is our father. And when we die, we will spend eternity with him and enjoy that eternal blessedness. We will spend eternity in his glory. As children of God, each one of us needs to understand we are to be in fellowship with him. And so Jesus is doing just that. As the Son of God, Son of Man, as the God-Man, he is praying to the Father. I have often wondered what the prayer life of Jesus was like. We get glimpses of this in the Gospel of John. We get glimpses of this in other places. But Jesus, as the God-Man, why is he praying to the Father? He is God. Why does he need to talk to the Father? Jesus says, everything I say I've learned from my Father. The Father taught me. What I see my Father do, that's what I do. My Father works until now, and even so, I work until now. I and the Father are one. He is praying. What he is doing is simply talking to his Father. He is learning from the Father. He is drawing power from the Father. His relationship with the Father sustains and works within him. How does all that work in Jesus the Messiah? I don't know, but it's true. So he's praying alone. The disciples were with him, and he questioned them, saying, Who do people say that I am? Here's another aspect of the relationship. Who do the crowds, who do the multitudes say that I am? What are the people who are not walking with me all the time, who are not engaged in our intimate internal conversations, who do they say that I am? And they answered and said, Well, some of them say John the Baptist, others Elijah, and others that one of the prophets of old has arisen again. 
Those are the same things that were told to Herod in one of our previous studies. So we have not only from those around Herod this explanation of who the people say that he is, but we have this from the disciples as well. In verse 20, Jesus asked them a question. He says, but who do you say that I am? Another aspect of this relationship. But who do the 12? Who are those who walk with me all the time? What do my chosen disciples say about me? Who do you say that I am? And then Peter, one of those among the three, Peter, James, and John in the inner circle, answered and said, the Christ of God or the Messiah of God. And so Peter doesn't say he's John the Baptist or Elijah or that one of the prophets of old has arisen again. Peter, being privileged to an eyewitness account of all of his works and his words, his praying, Peter sees things differently. He says, you're the Messiah. You're the one God promised. You're the deliverer that God sent into the world. You're that prophet like Moses who is going to come and put his word in our hearts. You are the promised one. Isn't it interesting that the closer you get to Jesus, the more you understand about Jesus? It should go without saying that the more time we spend with God the Father, the closer we get to God, the more our relationship with God changes and we get more and more intimate, spend more and more time, focus our attention more and more on Him, the more we know of Him, the greater the more correct our understanding of him is. This is important for us. What kind of person are you in your relationship to Jesus? Are you a part of the crowd? Are you a part of those who are in conflict with him? I hope not. I can't imagine you're listening to this study, if that's the case. And yet you could be listening to this study and trying to know more about Jesus while not being in a relationship with him or walking in faith correctly? Are you a part of the twelve? Are you a part of the three? What's your relationship with Jesus? Our desire needs to be that we desire to be as close, as intimate with Jesus as we possibly can be. But that takes effort. That takes time. That takes attention. That takes a level of love, a desire that many people apparently don't possess. Do you? Do I? Who do you say that Jesus is? Can you give answers that are not textbook answers? Can you answer that question relationally from a fellowship with Jesus? Do you think that way about Jesus? If someone asked me, who is Pam Osborne, my wife? I wouldn't give them a historical bio about my wife. The things I could tell them about my wife, no one else in the whole wide world knows. I could tell things about her character, about her nature, the complexities of her makeup. I could tell them things about her that no one does. And I could tell them about her from a position that no one else has, from a loving husband who admires and dearly loves her. How do I describe Jesus? What's that relationship look like? This is important for us to answer and to reflect on. Father in heaven, help us to draw near. Help us to follow. Guide us, Father, into a great intimate knowledge with Jesus Christ, a oneness with him that you call us to in the scripture. He as our our head, we as his body, 
that's a very intimate relationship. The the physical relationship of our body, head to body, you can't have one without the other. Father, help us to get this glimpse. Help us to get this truth from your word that we may grow, that we may strengthen the foundation of all that we are through this relationship, this fellowship with Jesus Christ. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.